Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Keller, and alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena, we discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. But before anyone can step foot on the boat, we put them into a Sweet 16-style tournament. We argue each round until we decide a winner. And Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide who steps foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. What are we talking about this season? We are talking about the most divisive thing we've ever brought up on the show. I've got people in the streets yelling at me. I'm getting hate mail. I'm getting fan mail. I'm getting just cryptic things written in blood on my steps. We're talking about what is the best wrestling faction of all time? That is correct. And sorry about the blood on your steps. I just needed, that's actually, I was just butchering. Okay. I just had to get some butchering done and it was just, you have a nice set of steps. Then why did you write... The sun sets on your future in the blood. Isn't what that, that nice? Doesn't that sound like a nice thing to say? I was thinking live, laugh, love, or that. Okay. All right. I, I mean, it was very, I did, I mean, I Who bought doesn't love sunsets? I'm talking Just, like there's the beauty of the sunset and then there's your future. I don't. Yeah, but there, there was no like punctuation. So it just sounded like a threat. You, you know, I'm not good at grammar. You should have assumed know. very quickly that this was me. I, I kind of blame you for this. Okay. I mean, I thought it was just. All right. Well, I'm glad it's you. Yeah. It, it eases up my tension a little bit. A it little should, bit. Yeah. Don't worry about it. no one's. I mean, no one's probably coming after you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, except, the, the, uh, except the fans of Wild Hogs. The, that, the, um, the rock effigy that was burnt in my backyard. Was that also you? Oh, I would never. Okay. I would never I, disgrace I, We the still rock need like to that. figure out who did that. Okay. We'll get, we'll get the, we'll get the Hardy Boys on it. Okay. Not, not the ones you're thinking. <laughs> not those ones. <laughs> is that this? Are they, is it? The, yes. They're the same boys. Did you know that the Hardy boys grow up to be the Hardy boys? (laughs) What a wild fucking twist that book would be. It's not, I'm actually mad now that like, for those who don't know, the Hardy boys is a, uh, a young reader series about kid detectives and the Hardy boys with a Z are two (laughs) brothers who are probably one of the most decorated tag teams in the history of professional wrestling. Yeah. And just do the craziest shit. Like it, I, it's a bummer to me. It's tall, They jump off it. Yep. I, it's a bummer to me to know that like you couldn't read the Hardy boys, like mystery novels and see like weird, like, like little story building of like how, like, event, like maybe one of the books is called the twist of fate, you know, something exactly. like something to really hint at that. This was the eventual future of these boys. That maybe one there was one crime they could never solve, so they turned to violence. It <laughs> was one it. of those like Joker Batman situations where it's like they met they met the adversary like in a ring or something, and he's like, "I'm not gonna let you take me. You'll have to kill me." And that's where they learn violence, and that's where they mm. seek forgiveness is in the ring. And then, but they realize they have a knack for it, so then they learn and become two of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time. It's right there. I mean, it feels like you and I could write. I was going to say it's like three books but it's already written. Yeah, it's like three books that we just need to add to the end of the standard Hardy Boys, co-signed by the real Hardy Boys, where everyone's printing money. We're Yeah, left and right. We just got to get a hold of the publisher who has the rights to the Hardy Boys, Penguin or some shit. It's got to be public domain by now, maybe. Fuck, let's do it. All right, let's get the Hardy Boys in on this. They're probably down. All right. We're not here to talk about the Hardy Boys, though. Because we're not talking about tag teams. We're talking about factions. So by definition, more than two. Uh, Otherwise, there's probably a chance we could have talked about the Hardy Boys. Maybe next year. WrestleMania comes but once a year, folks. We'll do best tag team next year. And that's about as much wrestling as we'll give you. So don't worry about it. But thank you all for uh, joining us on this journey. Here we are in the final four where we have 
the one seed, the nation of domination, going up against the five seed elite. And we have the two seed NWO going up against the three seed D Generation X. Cody, which one do you want to start with? I think we messed up a little bit on this bracket. The nation of domination is great, but I think we pushed them through because of The Rock. And The Rock was only in it for a you minute. You pushed it through. I know, I know. I Just did. to be I clear, know. I said it should be The Shield. I, I, the most dominant faction of current memory. But you were like, but The Rock. Yes. And I, The Rock exists. And you're right. But that's, that's kind of what, when you go back through and do the research on Nation of Domination, it's a lot of The Rock. It is a lot of The Rock. And the thing I want to bring up, though, is that I'm now I'm no longer looking at the Nation of Domination as a wrestling faction because we can't just thank it for all the wrestling it gave us, which was a lot. We need to thank it for the fact that we got Jumanji. We got the Tooth Fairy. We got <laughs> all these movies, the Walking Tall. That all these great movies that I'm listing as bad movies on purpose. All these. Whoa, whoa, movies, whoa, whoa, whoa! Then you take Jumanji out of that list. I haven't seen it. You but, th- then take it out. <laughs> say right now, I take Jumanji out of that list. I take you Jumanji can, out of that list. You can stay with. I would say Tooth Fairy stays. Walking Tall pretty much sucks. I think it. I think it's a good message, but it's it ends up I feel like being like weird, like proud boy porn. Where yeah, it's like, right. That's what I get the vibe out of. Where it just ends up being like, this is how I got to defend my city. And you're like, well, that is a black man doing that, by the way. Um, so in reality, he would be in jail if he ever did these things. What other what other rock movie? Because I mean, you know, your boy, we all want to believe that The Rock has done nothing but bangers. But that's that's revisionist history. This yeah. man has also given us. Let's just look at. I mean, he Baywatch. And that's re- that's 2017. No one needed that. No one was looking around the world and was like, you know I don't this- think I don't think my lifeguard came up and he was as fucking stupid dummy jacked as the rock. I don't know if I'd feel safe about that. I don't for some reason I, I feel like if he's giving me chest compressions, he's gonna destroy me. That's the last person I want to give me chest compressions. Like <laughs> if I I'd be like, uh-uh, no, no, this guy, he's he's pumped up right now. He's had he's sitting there probably on his like fifth bang watching watch and he's just gonna go fucking nuts on my and like cave in my chest. His adrenaline's pumping, he can't control it. Look at him. He's too big. How could he control it? Man, the rock the mummy. I mean, I don't know if I can blame him for the mummy returns. There's kind of that stuff where like before he's Dwayne the Rock Johnson and he's just the rock who happens to be in movies, you kind of give it up for any wrestler who's like, Yeah, man, go get your movies. Yeah, I can't get what be you mad. Can get. I can't be mad at you for the mummy returns. Not yet. Scorpion King, we can start talking about though. <laughs> Scorpion King wasn't very good. Now, GI Joe is, I think, another one where I would say, "Hey, man, hey, man, you, what were you doing there? You knew." Race you to knew. Witch Mountain, the classic. Now, the thing we got it. Okay, we're looking at the Rocks movies. That's fine. So, oh, yeah, you but- try to do Hercules. The only way know. to do Hercules is to just redo a live-action Disney version. That's what the people give the people what they want. Put Danny DeVito, who was the voice of the original. Uh, I, what is it called if you're half goat? If you're mostly goat, but you're a person? A satyr. Satyr. Thank you very much. Just have him actually do that role live action. Dwayne, you could still be the Hercules. I would still let you do it. Obviously, you have the voice of a god. We've heard you in Moana. But that's what we wanted. <laughs> the thing about Moana that you have to give Moana credit for is they made the rock sound like he can sing. And it's fucking amazing. That is some of the world's greatest trickery through film I've ever seen. Oh, this is one of my... As we're, this is not the Rock's IMDb page podcast, but the last thing I'll say is one of my favorite credits that he has is that he was in 
if you look on there, there's uh, it's Gem in the Holograms, which was like this one of like the worst grossing movies of that year. And The Rock's in it. And he even said there's a there's like a, a apparently there's like a bit in there where it's like five high caliber celebrities, like maybe even like a Ryan Reynolds, like a Taylor Swift or something high level. And when they asked them, like, how did you end up in Gem in the Holograms? It was like it was a favor to a friend. My friend, <laughs> my friend was directing his first movie. So he called in and said, hey, could you just film something on your phone and we'll put it in the movie? <laughs> Which for that, I have to imagine if you're at that level of fame that The Rock is at, you still are like, I mean, yeah, but for $2 million. Yeah, you're going to pay. It's a cameo that's going to cost you about $2 million. How much, if The Rock went on cameo. Oh my the, God. The, the, plat, uh, the, the ask celebrities to say your name platform. Yes. How much, like, okay. So there for are- a 30 second cameo from The Rock, just to yeah. say like, happy birthday, Nick. I heard you turn in 31 and you, you know, Bet you have smell what your wife's cooking. Go in there. <laughs> Fuck man. Like, I don't think, I don't know how much effort the rock would put into it. Dude, If I got that low effort post from the rock, it would make my entire life. That's true. Actually. He'd probably go too big. And I'd be like, no, I want low effort. You just woke up. You're in between. You're it's literally the 30 seconds between your sets. So you're just like, <sighs> it's your fucking, it's your birthday. You know what The Rock's cooking. Go eat some candy ass. I'm going to get out of here. Peace. <laughs> I'd be like, this is, I, I treasure this. This is, this is my, I, I don't know how to tattoo a film onto my body, but I will find a way. I don't care if I have to do it frame by frame and you got to fucking spin me around like some weird flip book. You're going to be <laughs> rock for the rest of your life. You, you implant into you a speaker so you can just press a button. You're like, all right, spin me. Spin me, go. <laughs> I mean, oh, oh, I don't even know because I mean, there are celebrities on camp. They're like, you know, you'll see like fucking I'm trying like they're like for just even wrestlers. I think like Biggie Langston, who's I mean, I like Biggie a lot. I think he's like 250. So The Rock would have to be $10,000. Oh, minimum. I He would break cameo. It, But you know what, though? People pay it. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt in my mind that if The Rock opened up shop for just like he's like, I'll do five cameos a day 10,000 a pop he'd be booked until next year <laughs> there's like Easy. no doubt in my mind that that would be the case how we would have to get money together to get one dude if we could do that if he was doing cameos we would get our money together and he would we would just send him the script for the opening part of our show I wonder, welcome friendly competition I know sometimes I think there's like sometimes you sign contracts where celebrities are like hey don't do that don't make me say stuff and use it later on like we got, we got your boy Sting at five hundred dollars a pop. That's so much for just like thirty seconds of a celebrity knowing that you're alive. You know what makes me sad? Our cameos, we we could put free cameos up and no one would care. <laughs> <laughs> We're just providing them as like a service. Of like, <laughs> oh man, that's yeah. It does make me. It does make. Okay, me but sad. here's the deal, Nick. Yes. If you take the rock out of the nation of domination, we're left with nothing that matters. But well, the elite, you, you, every single person in the elite goes on to be badass. You're left with one of the worst tropes in WWE, which is, well, these are black dudes, so they've got to be angry and from Africa. Yeah. Like, that's it. That's that's what the WWE knows what to do with black guys, for the most part. Are there examples that disprove this? Of course. There's Kofi Kingston, but how did he start? As a Jamaican guy, and he's not Jamaican. By the no, way, no, and the best part is he just dropped that accent one episode of Raw, and that was it. 
And then they're like, yeah, you're not. <laughs> He's just like one day, like, I'm not going to do that anymore. And they're like, all right. And then everyone, once again, there's just wrestling is a, is a, a an exercise in just being cool with it. Like you, if, yeah, you can't like Apollo Cruz now he's, he's a black man who's been just, you know, from the United States. And then one, one of the, Smackdown, one of the like, most African now. Yeah. One of the most athletic hands down great. I would say, I would say he's a pretty solid wrestler. If you give him a real chance, I think he could put on some really great matches, especially if he's paired with the right guy. Not, not important to Vince McMahon. Could care less if you are a good wrestler. So what does he do? He's like, well, can I be a bad guy? And like, well, you're going to have to be from Africa now. Can you do accents? <laughs> and that's, and that's now his gimmick. And now he's more popular. And now he'll get to wrestle WrestleMania because once again, Vince does not know what to do with black wrestlers. So yeah, I mean, I got it. I agree. I think we haven't really said much about them, the but I, I agree. I think the elite, the elite to me is the, it moves on. Yeah. It's gotta be, you gotta move the elite on. All right. Now this is the battle. This is literally the Monday night wars we're about to go into. This I mean, like legitimately, yes, this is, this is what there's entire, I'm like, no joke. If you, if you currently have Peacock and you want to, like, there are probably over 50 hours of documentaries that the WWE will that have they have put out about this time period. This is like for them because this is obviously when wrestling is at its at its biggest too. Yeah, you have WCW versus WWF. It's prime time. Yeah, Raw versus Nitro every Monday. The Monday Night Wars is is what we colloquially call them. I think one thing, Cody. I was listening back to the episode and. One thing we didn't do a great job of, we I think we we understand that a lot of you may not be wrestling fans, and so we wanted to give you a chance to understand, okay, what would this be like in the real world? And the NWO, we mostly just, we needed you to trust us that it was cool. So I, I figured out a way to maybe explain the NWO uh, okay. that I think is accurate after doing some research. Okay. And uh, so this, I think the NWO would be like, if your dad went through a midlife crisis, and everyone loved it. That's <laughs> perfect. And everyone yeah. was cool with it, but you're kind of pissed off. You're like, whoa, that's not my dad. That's not what my dad should do. He shouldn't be doing this, all this stuff, all these shenanigans. He was, he was telling me to eat my vitamins and pray to Jesus. And now he's out here spray painting people and they love it. What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with all of you? And then eventually though, what happens to the NWO is that a bunch of other dads See your dad's midlife crisis. Like I'm gonna go fuck. If everyone thinks that fucking Hulk's midlife crisis is cool, they're wait till they see mine. And you end up with 20 dads, all like in biker jackets. Some of them like, and then you're like, I don't think this is cool anymore. But for some reason, the mayor is in on it, and he's just letting them do whatever they want. And you're like, I don't think this is sustainable as a town, guys. <laughs> I think we got to knock this shit off. It's that's pretty spot on. Yeah. Thank it's you. just dads unite and it becomes they become so powerful that their dad jokes they they just keep encouraging each other to do dad jokes that it just becomes worse and worse like but they are like an echo chamber of increasingly yeah yeah I get all it. the policies end up being just things that benefit them and it's just like hey strip clubs are free now and you're like what how is that a, a good rule that's not a good law to have in this in this town they should be making no it's free now for us like, I don't, that's not fair, but I, fuck, the mayor said The thing about cool. NWO too is every single person on my, on Nitro was in NWO at some point, except Sting. <laughs> well, no, but then he goes, doesn't he go red NWO? No, he does not. It was a fake, right? Pumps fake. Fake out. Because he, because there's red Sting at one point. I do know that. Wolfpack. Wolfpack, baby. 
yeah. they're going with DX, as we said. It's also a dad midlife crisis. Yeah, but in, in this dad midlife crisis, I would say that they're kind of in on the joke a little more. They know that this is silly. Yeah, they definitely don't take themselves very seriously, do they? Like, if you were to go and sit down with your dad, and your dad, is in this case, is Triple H and Shawn Michaels, All the greatest co-parenting you can have, look at NXT to prove it, and you were to be like, you got to knock this off. They're like, hey, man, this is all for shits and giggles. They're like, man, we're just having fun out there. Don't worry about it. We'll take care of the business. Don't worry about it. Everything's going to be fine. The house is going to be fine. Don't worry about us. If you were to go to, like, Hulk, Kevin Nash, Scott, or um, I always think Scott of him Hall. as Razor Ramon now, which is crazy, because I knew Scott him as Hall. Scott Hall. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, hey, this isn't funny, you guys. Like, this is... You, you're, you're like, this is sad what you're going through. They're like, fuck you. We're the fucking cause that's ever existed. And they would beat the shit out of you. <laughs> At least beat DX understands like, this is silly though, right? We get to do this. They're having a little more fun with it. And NWO starts out fun. And then it progressively just gets shittier. Yeah, it went way too long too. NWO lasted for like 10 years or some shit. It just never stopped. Yeah. And, uh, and D- I mean, DX... You know, they obviously have their bad moments. This is not to say that DX is somehow should be uh, sanctified in wrestling history for having a little more humor about all the things going on. They just at least, though, once again, there is the the what they provided to the world later on in that suck it crotch chop that is continued on. I didn't realize this. You know, that move is in Slumdog Millionaire in <laughs> Oscar at least nominated film, if not Oscar winning movie, sought to have the suck it chop. There is a pro bowler who after every strike hits the suck it, which makes sense. A strike is an X, crotch chop looks like an X, but it's also insane. (laughs) Like it's wild to me that this guy was like, yeah, this is appropriate here in this moment. I understand what you're saying about the crotch chop, but when the NWO was at its coolest, Nick, it was so fucking cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. The NWO moves on. The NWO yeah, is the it, fucking... Like, the New World it, Order. It's what it... It, it changed It made wrestling everything. mainstream. It changed it, everything. It changed... Yeah. Like, that's... I, it's, I know we said that a lot in the last round, but, like, I had to... In re-watching, I, I went and did my research, and watching just the, the first time that Hulk Hogan comes out, he comes out in the red and yellow Hulkamania outfit, and everyone's cheering... Cause, cause right now the bad guys, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall are beating the shit up out of the good guys, macho man. And I can't remember who the other guy was in the ring. Here comes, here comes Hulk Hogan, America's hero. And he's going to save his old buddy, Randy, Randy, macho man, savage, just like he should. And they'll reunite and they'll become the mega powers once more. But wait, but wait, did Hulk Hogan just leg drop on macho man, Randy Savage? Did he do it then three more times? <laughs> like in case you thought he fell and was like, oh shit. And just like fell and did. No, no, no. He does it three times on him. And then, the- and then for the preceding five minutes as he's being interviewed and like this, uh, this announcer who everyone loves mean gene. And he's like, I think this is a bad idea. Hulk, you should do it. He's like, fuck you. And fuck the fans. And the fan, this never happened. Trash just rains from the sky. <laughs> so literally metric tons of trash. Just because no one else knows what to do. They're so (laughs) upset in this moment that their hero has finally fallen. And yet they're all pretty pumped. Like, don't get me wrong. Everyone's like, this is probably going to end up being cool. But in that one moment, it changed. It was riots in the streets. Everything. 
everything from that moment on was different. Like if we, if that happened in today's, like ESPN would be covering it. It would be on Good Morning America. That's how big of a moment this was. And then it proceeds then to impact the entire end of the 90s. And the history uh, of wrestling. Yeah, and, well, the yeah NWO, well, that's the largest time. Like Without NWO, you don't have the elite. The elite are the NWO. They do the same hand signals. They do everything. They're, they're, all, they're just a new generation of it that's trying to watch and not make the same mistakes that the NWO made. I would make the argument that the elite is much closer in wrestling history aligned to the four horsemen than the NWO, but I understand what you're saying. I would disagree because the elite has just so many members to it. Well, I guess that part, when you, as you continue to grow it as, as the, but like the elite pretty much has that, that core stable and sure some people kind of come in and out like the four horsemen, but they're pretty, anyway, that's not what people are here for. No. Okay. So once again, for those of you who don't remember, the elite are, are the member, the, they're the, the they're most bull- popular members of the bullet club. Basically they left yeah. the bullet club to form their own, the elite where they can reign supreme. Yes. And the then goal. they went and Win created a whole nother company called All Elite Wrestling, AEW, which we are pretty big fans of. Yeah. I would, I would, yes, I've never missed a single thing that they've ever done. So, yeah, I'd say I'm a pretty big fan of it. <laughs> pretty big deal. I, oh man, it's, they've changed the face of wrestling too. Here's the deal it's the NWO, right? They made, they made wrestling popular, but the elite are trying to revolutionize it here in 2021. 2020 yeah. I, I think the thing that we have is like right now, if we're saying who is the best of all time, could the elite eventually get there through better storytelling and literally just not fucking up so bad like the NWO did? Yeah. <laughs> could they get there? Yes. But that, I mean, I can't. I can't get over how ubiquitous that shirt is, the NWO shirt. And like, that's still, like I said, I think probably one of the number one rest, like number one selling t-shirts to this day. If you walk into a Spencer's Gifts, if you walk into a Hot Topic, they'll have NWO shirts before anything else. Mm -hmm. Because everyone knows what that was. Everyone knows. I understand that, but if you walk into a Spencer's or a Hot Topic, they'll have an NWO shirt, but they'll have an Elite shirt. They'll have a Cody Rhodes shirt. They'll have a Kenny Omega shirt. They'll have a Young Buck shirt. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying that they're not. I'm not saying that they can't get there. Wait, are we arguing? No, no. We got to lock in NWO. Oh, okay, cool. I I was like, wait, are we about to fight now? I thought we were pretty clear. In my heart of hearts, Nick, in my deep, deep, dark heart, that at some point the Elite will take the mantle. I do think that. I hope, and I hope they do. I hope for I hope for your sake that these that these boys who you know for all intents and purposes seem pretty competent seem to keep some of their ego in check. Yeah. When there was four sets of footprints, that's when the elite was carrying me. <laughs> it doesn't work quite the same as the one, but a lot of carrying. That's just a lot of people carrying you. <laughs> they take turns. They get tired. I would say when there was four sets of footprints in the sand that was when the elite was carrying wrestling as an industry yeah, right <laughs> and they put it on their backs and they're like all right we're gonna make this better and they have it's forced everyone else to step up their game they are doing now what the nwo did but the nwo just you can't deny the scale in which it got to yeah it was it made wrestling a pop culture phenomenon like people watched wrestling this is the time when you see all these there's stars in the in the audience oh, every single time to to this day when people are when you know you say like oh i'm a wrestling fan like oh yeah I, I liked wrestling too yeah i loved uh uh you know the nwo and and steve austin and the rock and you're like that was a part of wrestling yes 
it was 25 years ago, but yeah. But like that's the part that people, it was just on TV. Like that, it was, just, I mean, that's what people just watched on Monday nights. It was just wrestling and the whole world was into it. And it was, and yeah, I mean, I don't know if I really, but the thing is though, I think back on them, like, I don't know if I'd really want that again. I kind of like that wrestling's now, it's still big enough, but it's like, it's still, it's a, got a nice little niche, you it's know? Become self, it's big enough to self-sustain so we don't have to worry about it going anywhere. Right. But like, I like the people who are into it are like into it, into it. So you can kind of like talk, it's the conversations are like, you know, you can get a little deeper in there um, and, and chat about that stuff. It would be kind of interesting to see it get to that, that height one more time. Yeah. I mean, we got to lock in the NWO. If that NWO music hits on a Wednesday night, Monday night, Friday night, bow, bow. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pop. I, it's gonna make me yeah. fucking stoked. I don't even. Anytime. It doesn't matter who's coming out. You're like, why? Why is it? Why is it happening? I don't know, but yeah, <laughs> I, I want it. I'm, I'm so pumped. Yeah, I'm with you, man. It's got to be the NWO. So. Yep. New World Order, baby. New for now. World Order. What is? What if this is the actual New World Order? Like you the know how Illuminati? people are like afraid of like the Illuminati and stuff. And they're like, there's going to be a new world order that's going to take over. What if that's all it was? Dude, like that, I can't. It, it was just not, legitimately a bunch I'm, of dumb wrestlers. I'm not threatened by any organization trying to take over the world that's headed at the mantle by fucking Hulk Hogan. Okay. Oh, yeah. By the way, um, it may sound like that we like Hulk Hogan. Fuck we Hulk Hogan. Not. Yeah. Just yeah. like, let's be very clear about that. Historically, I appreciate it. But fuck that dude. He's not a good dude. Um, yeah. And racist one be shit. Yep, just want to be very clear about that. If this sounds like we are fans at all of that man, uh, we are not. I think I think it's fair to be fans of Scott Hall still and Kevin Nash. Yeah, Kevin Nash has shown himself to be a comrade. So yeah, oh yeah, he has <laughs> comrade, comrade Nash. <laughs> all right, well that is it for us, folks. NWO on the boat as the best faction of all time. That is it for us. Thank you so much for listening to this season of Friendly Competition. Uh, if you want to uh, help out your boys, a few things that you can do. Watch WrestleMania this weekend. It's going yeah, it down. It starts tomorrow. Yeah, it's going It's going to pop off for two nights on Peacock. This isn't, we are not paid to just, fuck, I wish we were though. If Trips, I, Trips, if you hear trips, this, yeah. hook we, us up, man. We can make, we can, hey, hey, Trips, we can make DX win. We can oh do yeah, we'll redo this entire thing and we'll re-release it. <laughs> Historic, kind of like yeah, how the kind of like how WWE would like you to think yeah. DX was bigger than NWO do you, for a long for the whole time. Do you want a best wrestlers of all time bracket? Because we can, my dude, we dude. can get you. <laughs> we are not above being bought out. We would have to put Triple H in like four different times. It'd be t- <laughs> we'd pick twelve wrestlers, four Triple H's, and then still be like. He went up against Shawn Michaels or like as Kenny. He went up against Kenny Omega. Yeah. You just, no, you just do one group. One group is just Triple H for all four people. Done. Just so we can guarantee him safe passage into the final four. We'll make it happen. But we would do that, Trips. Call us up. We, we you want us to, you want, we have said, we have, if we have not been clear enough about this, we are, we will sell out. And you could buy this. We know that WD is getting in the podcast game. Purchase us. We're pretty cheap, I promise. And all we'll do is just friendly competitions about wrestling. That's it. It'd be great. We could, do, we would be fine with that. We sure, maybe all the fans who started with us, they might not be into it, but we'll gain the new ones. I do. I would. Uh, I would like to hang out with Seth Rollins, though. That I would need a promise. I get to hang out with Seth. That, Rollins. We'll get. We'll have a riders on our contract. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, but that's like I said, folks. If you want to help us out, just watch WrestleMania and, and chat with us about. It. We're you know we're. 
we, we, if we can grow wrestling, then I think we can, then we will grow as well. Otherwise, share with a friend, wherever you're seeing us on the social medias, like, follow, rate, review, comment, all of those things uh, are all incredibly helpful. Absolutely. And while you're on the internet, make sure you follow us on all of our social medias. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Just look up at Friendly Comp Pod. If you have an idea for a whole 16-team season that you'd like to see done, just like this one that was submitted by Tom, we didn't forget about you, boy. Email us to us at friendlycompetitionpodcast at gmail.com or go to our website, friendlycompetitionpodcast.com. Go to contact and submit through there. Do you think Tom's going to appreciate it or do you think he wanted 3MB in? Do you think it was, do you think he was pretty confident 3MB would win I think the whole he'll thing? Be, I think he'll get it. He'll get it. You think he'll appreciate it? Okay. Yeah. I would just hate to let him down. Hate to let him down. That is it. Oh, shout outs to Charizard for our intro and outro music. If you want to hear more of their stuff, head over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard, replace the vowels with sixes. That is it for us folks new season gonna drop on monday but until then i've been nick keller and i'm cody lena see you on the boat